Good morning. Welcome to today's program. Let's celebrate Leonardo and his popularity in the UK. Today, we're going to talk about a genius, the man known as the Universal Renaissance Man, the king of beauty that died exactly 500 years ago. Who am I talking about? Leonardo da Vinci. He was born on the 15th of April 1452 in a little town called Vinci in Tuscany, Italy. An illegitimate child, he was raised up by his father and grandfather and, under their suggestion, he joined under Verrocchio Studio in Florence where he improved his skills as a painter and a sculptor during his early artistic training years. However, today we want to celebrate his versatile mind in fact, he was great also as an architect, theorist, engineer and scientist, influencing generations of artists. Moreover, he made substantial discoveries in anatomy, geology, civil engineering, optics and hydrodynamics. He worked in Florence from 1469 to 1482, when he decided that Milan would have offered him more exciting opportunities. In this situation, Leonardo showed another time his great talent by introducing himself as the best candidate for the work he was applying for as a military engineer to Ludovico Sforza, also known as Ludovico il Moro Cut, in Milan. In 1513, after three years spent in Rome, Leonardo accepted King Francesco I's proposal to get to the Chateau of Clou near Amboise as the first painter and engineer of the French court. It's here that he spent his last year and died on the 2nd of May 1519 in King Francesco I's arms. An important exhibition was held between 2011 and 2012 in the National Gallery in London. Francesca, can you tell us something about this, please? Leonardo da Vinci has always enjoyed good fame in England. He was celebrated with an exhibition of his works at the National Gallery in London from 9th November 2011 to 5th February 2012. This exhibition is the exhibition of the century and it is called Leonardo da Vinci Painter at the Court of Milan. In just three months it attracted millions and millions of people from the whole world. It was a success. This exhibition displayed nine paintings and 50 drawings. One of the paintings is the Lady with an Ermine, located in Milan, a symbol of beauty compared to a flower, while the Ermine is the emblem of her purity. What makes the painting revolutionary is the movement not just of the body, but also of the lady's mind and her soul. In fact, when you are in front of the portrait, it seems there is somebody that is listening to you. The Virgin of the Rocks is another painting displayed during the exhibition. It presents some parts that are very dark and others that are brighter, caused by the new Leonardo's technique, the sfumato. The first version of this painting is preserved at the Louvre Museum and it presents some differences concerning colors and the action of the characters. In the end, another painting lost and found again is the Salvatore Mundi. It represents a frontal image of Christ looking directly at the viewers. We know about Leonardo's fame in the UK, so tell us, Chiara, does the Queen own something about Leonardo? The Queen owns the greatest collection of Leonardo drawings and it's kept at the Windsor Castle. The drawings have been in the Royal Collection since the 17th century and the Queen owns more than 550 sheets of Leonardo drawings. They reflect Leonardo's different passions like music, sculpture, engineering, botany, architecture and cartography. 
To mark the 500th anniversary of Leonardo's death, the Royal Collection has announced that in February 2019, in 12 UK venues, there will be 12 exhibitions of 12 drawings. In May, more than 200 drawings will go on public display at Buckingham Palace, and in November, 80 drawings will go on public display at Holyrood House. Then, four drawings will go on public display for the first time at Bristol Museum and Art Gallery. This drawing can only be displayed in controlled conditions because of their sensitivity to light, although they can be seen using ultraviolet light. Leonardo preserved his great mind in his codes. There are small notebooks. Can you mention some of these, Federica? In 1994, Bill Gates bought for more than 30 million dollars a Ray Leonardo da Vinci notebook and is going to lend it to the British Library. The loan means the notebook, the Codex Leicester, can be shown in the UK for the first time. The show of this notebook will be one of the most important events in 2019, marking the 500th anniversary of the artist's death. The Codex Leicester will be shown alongside the Codex Forster and the Codex Arundel. All of them are written in Leonardo's mirror script. In this notebook, there are writings and drawings that relate to water. It also includes a discussion on submarine warfare, in which it describes how it might be possible to extend the time a person can stay underwater and how that might have possible military uses. One of Leonardo's most famous work, realized in Milan, is now housed in the National Gallery in London. I'm talking about the Virgin of the Rocks, Tatiana. Can you tell us something about this, please? Yes, these two paintings have the same name, the same subjects and the same creator, Leonardo da Vinci. They come seem identical, but there are some differences between them. Compositionally, all the figures are slightly larger in the London painting than in the Louvre painting. And while in the London painting the angel's right hand rests on his knee, in the Louvre painting his hand is raised. The angel's eyes are turned down in a contemplative manner in the London painting, but in the Louvre picture they are turned to gaze in the direction of the viewer. In the London painting, all the forms are more defined, including the bodily forms of the clothed figures. The rocks are painted in meticulous detail, while the contours of the background in the Louvre painting are all easier. The contrast between light and shade on the figures and faces in the London painting is all much sharper, and the faces and forms in the Louvre painting are more delicately painted and blurred by sfumato. The light in the Louvre painting is softer and appears warmer. Another difference is in the coloring of the robes, particularly of the angel. In the London painting, the angel's robe does not contain red, while in the Louvre painting, the angel is robed in red and green. It is important to say that the London version contains two important details, the halos and John's traditional cruciform stick. However, the paintings also have some in common. For example, they were painted on wooden panel even if the Louvre version was later transferred to canvas. As regards the subjects, in both paintings there are the Virgin Mary, Christ Child, John the Baptist and an angel. The identification of the child figures may be confusing to the modern viewer. The figures on the left is St. John and the figures on the right is Christ. Heading to this confusion is the fact that not only Christ's child is not seated on the Virgin's lap, but 
she isn't even touching her son, in fact, her hand is on St. John's back. The Virgin and Child with Saint Anne and St. John the Baptist, sometimes called a Burlington House cartoon, is a drawing by Leonardo da Vinci. By 1791 it was invented as belonging to the Royal Academy in London. It is sometimes still known as the Burlington House cartoon in reference to the building housing the Royal Academy. In 1962, the cartoon was put on sale. Adding fears that it would find an overseas buyer, it was exhibited in the National Gallery, where it was seen by over a quarter of a million people in a little over four months, many of whom made donations in order to keep it in the United Kingdom. It was probably executed in around 1499-50,000 at the end of the artist's first Milanese period or around 1506-1508 when he was shuttling between Florence and Milan. The drawing is in charcoal and black and white chalk on eight sheets of paper glued together. Because of its large size and format, the drawing is presumed to be a cartoon for a painting, but doesn't exist any painting based directly on this cartoon by Leonardo. The drawing is notable for its compact composition, demonstrating the alteration in the positioning of the figure that in first appeared in an ardent painting in the Benoit Madonna. The knees end of the two women point different directions, with Mary's knees turning out of the painting to the left while her body turns sharply to the right, creating a seamless movement. The knees and the feet of the figure establish a strong up and down rhythm and a point in the composition where a firm foundation comprising firmly planted feet. While the lower halves of their body turn away, the faces of the two women turn towards each other, mirroring each other's feature. The delineation between the upper body has lost clarity, suggesting that the heads are part of the same body. The twisting movement of the Virgin is echoed in the Christ child, whose body, held almost horizontal by his mother, rotates actually, with the lower body turned upward and the upper body turned downward. The juxtaposition of two sets of heads and is an important compositional element. The angle, lighting and gaze of the Christ child reproduces that of his mother, while John the Baptist reproduces the same elements in the face of Saint Anne. The lighting indicates that there are two protagonists and the two supporting casts in the scene that the viewer is witnessing. Saint Anne smiles a darling little daughter, perhaps indicating not only maternal pride but also the veneration due to one who all generation will call blessed. Mary's eyes are fixed on the Christ child who raises his hand in a gesture of benediction over the cousin. Saint Anne's hand, her index finger pointing towards the heaven, is positioned near the heads of the children, perhaps to indicate the original source of the children. Francesca, Chiara, Federica, Tatiana and Silvia, thanks for being here and we wish you all a lovely weekend.